Welcome to the J&J Connection Podcast. I'm Jesse. And I'm Jordan. Today, we'll be joined by our friend, Rachel. Hello! To talk about anime. We'll also talk about movies and art to close out the episode. Stay tuned! I should probably preface, this comes from January 30th of 1996 from the LA Times. So this is pretty dated, but it was still interesting. Fact of the day, more than 500 categories of manga are released each month. Some playful commentators once estimated that the Japanese use more paper for their telephone book-sized comics than for toilet paper. Many analysts say this medium is more influential than television or newspaper. Yeah. There you have it. So at least in 1996, that's how I it was. Have, I have two questions about that fact. I don't think I can answer them, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) They're more of, of like, open questions more than, like, fact-checking you. So, um, first of all, 500 categories of manga are released every month. So, that sounds like a lot, but are they talking about... If they're talking about new manga, like, new series, that is a lot. But... Manga is manga chapters are kind of released weekly or monthly. So, are they talking about continuing series chapters getting released or like just straight new books? That's yeah. my first question. Yeah, I was wondering. Categories my, is sort of a strange word there. And my answer is yes. <laughs> and then my second my second question is how big their telephone books are because like. The stand- standard manga books sizes are, like, not that big. Like, our telephone books now, they're, like, what? They're just regular 8 by 11 and a half size, like, page, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, but, like, most standard manga books are, like, half that size. So I'm just curious how big their telephone books are. <laughs> My answer, once again, is yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Rachel, yeah, welcome right. to the po- uh, uh, uh. Oh, oh, Sorry, go for it. <laughs> Rachel, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thank you um, for being here. Uh, I'm <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> yeah, tell- <laughs> that, didn't sound, that didn't sound very genuine, Jesse. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, um, why don't you give yeah. us a little background of who is Rachel? Uh, yeah, so I'm from upstate New York. Um, and I went to college with Amy and Jordan in Pennsylvania. Ooh. And, um... Wolverines. <laughs> you know, I don't think I went to a single sports game. No? You never rug- went to my rugby games? I went to a rugby game, but That's I fun. don't know if it was yours. Oh. Because <laughs> I, was, I was friends with girls on the women's rugby team. Ah, Okay. And I think, okay. potentially, you guys had a game senior year where the men and the women played on the same night. That sounds about right. Because Seth was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and um, yeah, that's mostly it. I live in New York, and um, I. fun fact, Jordan didn't know this when I told him. But I was friends with Amy before I was friends with Jordan. <laughs> yeah, that kind of surprised... I mean, it, it makes sense in retrospect because obviously you're, you'd be in the dorms with a lot more girls than I would be, uh, especially given <laughs> my, my sociability. But um, 
Not your physique. No, yeah. <laughs> That's what threw me. That was I was so confused. But um Yeah, no, yeah. so we met sophomore year? Maybe. Uh, I think, no, we must have met before, but I didn't think we really talked until sophomore year. Yeah, that because makes sense. Because what happened was Amy was on my freshman hall, mm. and she was the only other girl in my hall that played video games. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I became friends with, uh, I became friends with uh, some of our other friends, that's how I met Jordan. Um, and I remember the first time I met Jordan. Ooh. <laughs> Is it good uh, or bad? <laughs> I would say, okay, I would say it's a mixed bag. Uh-oh. Because <laughs> cause this is the thing about it. Jordan himself did not make a bad impression, but I think I made some assumptions about Jordan. Like what? <laughs> I want to hear him. So, <laughs> so, um... So, our friend group, we went and had dinner together, um, mm. and at the time, I didn't hang out with these people. They weren't, like, my main friend group, so this was, like, one of the fir- few times I was having dinner with them, and they were like, oh, yeah, Jordan's going to meet us from the gym, and <laughs> obviously, I have no idea what that means, but Sounds I was like, right. I was like, okay, and we have these in our dining halls. We have, there are these two large booth table, corner booth tables, that our friends were obsessed with getting for some Highly, reason. Highly sought after. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, it, it was just, like, like a big corner booth that, mm. like, you would see in a restaurant that could seat probably, like, 11 people if you were ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I ended up sitting near Jordan, and... He had come from the gym. I think he showered. <laughs> but he had a huge... He had his long Jesus beard, is what they called it. Oh, that's when he had that going on? Yeah, he had hair. a long beard and long hair. Oh, yeah. And then he had... <laughs> he was wearing a t-shirt where he had, like, cut the sides out. Because, <laughs> like, that, that was, like, that's the all trend. That was the trend in 2013-14. Everyone was doing that. They were like, they weren't just like cutting the sleeves off. It was just the entire side of the, the shirts were side. gone. Oh, oh god. Well, was it, was it a gray one? The... Was it the gray one? I don't know. I don't <laughs> part, remember. Probably pro- part of that is you have to like, if you want a nice, nice T-shirt like that, you have to cut <laughs> the sides out yourself. And there's no, there's no online tutorial. Well, there probably was, but there's no. <laughs> I didn't feel like looking one up. And so it was probably that I just cut too much of the side out. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, because that, like those years, it was like basically from your shoulder all the way down to your hip was just like cut out. <laughs> and then oh. on top of that, Jordan didn't say anything the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I would say it wasn't that Jordan gave me a bad impression. It was just like the circumstances and the elements of it. I didn't like. I couldn't like talk to him about anything. You just you, you just hear this guy's gonna meet us from the gym. Shows up, t-shirt cut off, doesn't say a single word. <laughs> Not a word. Just sits there with everyone looking at you. Like, why do we hang out with him? <laughs> uh. 
And I think... Were you... I think this... I don't remember when the next time we hung out was. But, like... Um, we just started hanging out more and more. Mm -hmm. um, and then... Amy would work desk shifts in one of the lobbies we would hang out in. And so she started coming hanging out with us, too. And I think she once... I think I told her about Jordan once, but the only picture I had of Jordan was him stuck under the table. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, good times, good times. That's great. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, good. let's, uh... Let's shift this now <laughs> to anime. Oh, sorry. Uh, before we start into that, so um, Rachel, what are some of the things that you enjoy doing? Uh, as far as because yes. you you create art as well, and so mm -hmm. what what sort of mediums do you express yourself through? Do you have a, a Twitter handle or Instagram you want us to shout out? <laughs> we do that at the uh, end, though. We can. Well, I mean, but well, I'm just. You know, I mean, you can do it now too. Of, That's fine. What are, well, I mean, just what are the sort of things that you're doing, and uh, if uh, if you're making art, do you show it to people? Do you uh, or other other forms of media? Because I knew you used to write columns as well, and uh, so. <laughs> oh, column writing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't believe. A side note, I would draw comics for the paper, the school paper. Mm-hmm. They were very niche, like, Grove City student comics. Right. <laughs> but I did write one article for the paper. And I'm going to be honest, I hated every second of it. Oh, no. <laughs> because I had to write the article on Batman versus Superman. Oh. <laughs> okay, hold on. Stop. Oh. I'm just going to mentally prepare myself for what's about to come. Go ahead. So what happened is that... My friend was in charge of the entertainment section for the paper. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, but he came to me... Because I remember Batman vs. Superman very clearly, because I was in Canada when I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason we watched it was because the movie we were going to see was sold out. Oh. Um, <laughs> but it was like... better and better. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I must have like... I, I must have said something about seeing it because Jake came up to me and he's like, Rachel, I'm in a bind. I need someone to write an entertainment article. You've seen Superman versus Batman, whatever it is. Can you write an article for it? So I wrote the article for it. Um, I sh must have it somewhere. But like, I understand, which like we'll get into when we talk about anime in of itself, I understand that media and media consumption is a very personal thing and just because I don't like something doesn't mean that no one else can like it you know what I mean mm. so I'm not gonna like rip it apart but I, I, just... I don't agree with you but that's okay <laughs> no no <laughs> I, what I'm saying is that media can be bad media and you can acknowledge it's bad but you can let other people pretend to think it's good. So that's where, that's my second hang-up. You just keep going. But anyway, so I wrote this article, but it's just that, like, of all the things I could have written on, I had to write on a movie that I wasn't super into. Aww. That's all. Um, I have, like, some qualms 
about it, but like I, I must have it somewhere. I'm not gonna look it up now, but um, I was trying to write it in an objective way, so that um, because like I used to be the kind of person that if I read a bad review of a movie, then I wouldn't see it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I would see it later and be like, this really isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, when Suicide Squad came out, <laughs> I was super stoked for it because it's, like, one of my favorite DCU storylines. Mm-hmm. And then all the bad reviews came out, and I was already planning on seeing it. And then I saw the movie, and I was like, that was a bad movie. <laughs> mm. But, like, I feel like it wasn't, I feel like it wasn't a complete train wreck in certain aspects. I acknowledge completely it's a bad movie. I would not pay to see it again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but, and, like, that's kind of, like, what I mean. And I think people don't realize how much they let other people influence them when it comes to that. So, mm. like, when I wrote the article, I was like, listen, if you've been excited for this movie, if you want to go see it, like, go see it. But, like, I have disappointments in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I sort of, uh, I, I can definitely see where you're coming from there. Because, uh, like, I don't, I don't know, to me, it's like, you don't go and see a movie unless it's like a seven or an eight. And if you try to talk your friend into seeing a movie at the, and it's only getting like middling reviews, it's like, I mean, sometimes it's worth just going and seeing a completely average movie. Like, the one that I like that everyone hates is, uh, or at least the reviewers hated, was Ghost in the Shell. And, like, it was entertaining. I yeah. liked it. I think it ha- asked some thought-provoking questions. It didn't bother answering it, but... Um, <laughs> it, it, was like a, it was a movie that earned middling to bad reviews, and mm-hmm. I, but I enjoyed it, so... I can I definitely think, see where you're coming from. I think if you are making a friend go to a bad movie, you have to pay for it. (laughs) But, again, like, I love... There are certain movies that I acknowledge are, like, terrible movies, and I love them. For example, Mm. I love Speed Racer 2003, I think. (laughs) It's a bad movie. If you've ever seen it, it's, like, the the effects are, like, terrible, and the cutscenes are, like, watching a PowerPoint, like... I love it. My favorite Star Wars movie is the second movie. Everyone hates it. Oh, the second one was great. It's like, everyone's like, before the last three came out, everyone's like, second movie Clone Wars, the worst thing to ever happen. And I'm like, but they fight a crab. But they fight a crab. (laughs) So like, I digress. Jesse, if you like Batman vs. Superman, it's okay. We'll get you help. Oh. <laughs> I mean, no, I can, I can, under, I understand it's not for everyone. I like to, I like, I like to like it because it also bothers people that I like it. I'm kind of, mm-hmm. kind of weird that way, but I also, I, I enjoy Superman. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that I do think that they did good casting. Ben Affleck could have been, could have been somebody In, different. I well, I was don't. I was thinking specifically Superman. Wait. Superman and Gal Gadot, I think, were well casted. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I like uh, Ben Affleck as Superman. It didn't like bother me. Ben Affleck so much. was Batman. R- r- oh, oops. Did yeah, I, I misspoke. Buddy. Oops. Uh, what's his name? But but what's his? Yeah, H- the Witcher. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, Henry yeah. Cavill. <laughs> the Witcher. I, I love I love him in everything. He's great. You ever seen Have The Man seen... from Uncle? Yes, that's one of my top yes. like ten movies. Man from Uncle. Such a great movie. And that's the other thing. My favorite movies tend to be like testosterone filled action packed films. So like <laughs> A Team with uh Bradley Cooper is like one mm. of my top five films. Honestly, because they fly a tank. That's like the reason. <laughs> Do you like the Fast Five movies? I have only seen Tokyo Drift. No, that's the Fast and Furious, right? Wait. Uh, Wait a second. I think that's a different. It's franchise. Fast Five. Fast oh. Five is separate from the Fast and Furious series, right? Oh gosh. No, I have Fast no five idea. Is the fifth installment. <laughs> I believe. The one yeah, with, uh, with the Rock and um, those bald people. Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah. Jason, Don't forget about Jason, Jason Statham. Jason Statham is my favorite act. Like white guy that's bald action actor. I have I he has the potential it, it's a magical potential to take terrible movies and make <laughs> them absolutely just the best thing ever like any like, of the transporter movies uh the mechanic the mechanic, mechanic was two, so good uh, <laughs> the first one have you seen the second one I have not yet it like doesn't it's not even closely related in any way to the first one it's just He's a guy, and he has to kill people, and that's that's his entire job. Yeah, uh, the <sighs> like when the Expendables came out with Sylvester Stallone. Yes. Jason Statham was the most interesting character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a day! We should probably jump into this. Yeah. Oh, but I realized <laughs> I never, I never answered your original <laughs> question. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So, like, art stuff. Um, the most recent medium I've picked up is, um, lino cut prints, which is, um, you get, like, a block of linoleum and you carve out, basically, a stamp. Um. Mm. Oh! Which is something I've always, like, really wanted to do. So, I started doing a couple of designs, and it's really enjoyable. It's just, like, mostly, I think mostly it's, like, the cleaning up. Which mm. I feel like in any medium that's not, that like has to do with paints or ink, cleaning up is like the worst part of it. Because <laughs> it's not like you can't, it's not like you can just like soak them. You have to like clean it off or else like you've just ruined all your supplies. Uh. Uh, but yeah, I do traditional and digital drawing. Um, I do what like... Do you, what do you use for digital drawing? Uh, I use uh, Procreate, so I use an iPad and an Apple Pencil. Oh, I want I want that so bad. Um and yeah, it's I used to use a pirated version of Paint Tool Sai. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um which so basically what happened was when I was I accidentally fell into digital drawing. Um so I have a sister who is like 6 years older than me and she's much better at art than I am um, and she had gotten a tablet for Christmas one year and mm. I was like super jealous and my parents were like Rachel you're seven you don't even know what that does <laughs> <laughs> um, and then like for my birthday the following year one of my aunts gifted me a tablet I like completely had forgotten that was a thing at the time <laughs> but you know so that's like when I started it but I was not good at it and mm -hmm. honestly, I hated it because I didn't like how you had to 
draw without looking. Like, mm. you were drawing, but not looking at what you were drawing, because you had to look at the computer screen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, like, obviously, pe parents aren't going to buy an eight-year-old, like, top-of-the-line drawing tablet. Mm. <laughs> because at the time, like, this was before iPads existed, so, like, you had to buy, like, straight-up animator computers to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got more comfortable with drawing in traditional and with digital, and I kind of got to a point where my tablet that I'd gotten was so outdated that they didn't even sell the line anymore. Like, they rebranded the entire mm. line. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so my parents had asked me a couple of years ago, they were like, hey, do you want a new drawing tablet? And I was like, honestly, I would rather, like, I'd rather have, like, a Surface or, like, a iPad where I can draw on it. Right. Because I was also still at Grove City, and there's no room on any of those desks to do anything. Mm -hmm. So, I was, so like, even though I was, like, drawing more at the time, I, like, didn't even have space to pull the tablet out. So, mm. that's how that started. Um, but I do a healthy amount, I would say, of both. Um, yeah, and I, I always like trying new mediums. So, just within the past year, I've tried lino cuts, I've tried alcohol ink markers... And I've tried gouache. What's gouache? <laughs> gouache is like... Gouache is basically acrylic watercolors. Oh, okay. So, like, watercolors dry transparent. And that's, like, their whole appeal. And gouache dries opaque, but they act like watercolors. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so, like, yeah. And then... At one point, I picked up embroidery. But yeah, I'm always like looking for new things to try. Um, mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, I also did like paint pouring last year too. But it's hard sometimes because the amount of stuff you have to invest in the medium is always oh. like a gamble. I, I watch so many of those paint pouring videos. <laughs> yeah, and like, I mean, I've had... The, I think the biggest problem with like paint pouring, especially because I live in an apartment... Mm -hmm. is that paint pouring specifically you have to be extremely well ventilated ah, yeah. if you want to like really get into it um mm -hmm. and you need to have the space to dry things so like for a long time when i do paint pourings i dry stuff in that in a closet in my front closet mm -hmm. <laughs> because <laughs> i have like boxes i can lay the art on and then i can close it so my cat can't get in but it's like it has a vent in there. Don't ask me why. <laughs> so, like, the... These New York apartments sound weird. <laughs> <laughs> I can get into my apartment later, but it's like a... It's like a... Well, it's not a small closet. Um, mm. Like, I could fit a desk in there. But there's no outlet, so that's why I don't have a desk in there. Yeah, my cats have been pretty, pretty subdued. Jazz got locked in the bathroom for, like, 30 minutes today, so... Uh... He did not rip the toilet paper, though, which was ideal, especially in times <laughs> like these. Well, like, so I got Hoshi about, it's going to be a year in June. Yes. But she was a rescue, I adopted her from the shelter, but she was a, we think she was a rescue cat from, like, the hurricanes down south that year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but, like, she, like, didn't know how to be in a house. <laughs> in an apartment or anything 
So, like, I came home from work one day, and she ate my blinds. There are teeth marks <laughs> in my blinds. And then a couple months later, I was, like, in a rush going to work, and I locked her in my closet. I have a front closet um, mm. that has a window in it. Don't ask. It just has a window in it. And she was, so she was stuck in the closet all day. And I came home and I opened the closet to like put my shoes and stuff away. And she comes bolting out and like a good quarter of my blinds are broken. (laughs) And like I rent. So I like, I know I'm going to have to like pay for those eventually, but I'm just hoping she doesn't break anymore because ideally I would like get them repaired right before I move out. Mm-hmm. So I was yeah. like telling my mom, "There's no point in repairing them now because if she has a thing for window blinds, I'm gonna have to keep replacing <laughs> every, them every week." Yeah, yeah. No, our cats pretty much ruined the blinds in our uh, bedroom, and they they have ripped up a ton of the carpet. So we're just hoping that if we live here long enough, they'll have to replace the carpet after us anyway. <laughs> so, but we'll see how that goes. My cats are nice. <laughs> they, they don't do anything. I mean, honestly, oh, that's yeah. the most destructive thing she's done. Um, but she likes to stand in my toilet for some reason. So, like, <laughs> stand in your toilet, like, all the way in the water? Like, she'll, she'll put her back legs... Oh, no. She'll sit on the toilet... And then she'll put her two front paws in the toilet. Oh, God. <laughs> and she'll just stand there. She won't do anything. She doesn't, like, drink oh. out of it or anything. She just, like, stands there. In a way, I feel like that's worse <laughs> than if she were to drink out of it. <laughs> so when Jazz gets upset, he knows uh, where, for, for whatever reason, he's smart in certain ways and dumb in others. But he's, he's pretty... Uh, pretty uh particular about how he likes his litter box and the one day i left it it was like it was definitely like smelly but i was like i i scooped the litter hopefully it can last for like two more seconds and he was meowing and meowing i was like why is he meowing i don't know what's going on and then luckily there was nothing in it but he went over to the sink and then he peed in the sink and then then i was like okay i guess that wasn't good enough (laughs) And so I cleaned it, and he immediately peed, peed in there also. So, I mean, the good thing about when I got Hoshi locked in the closet was, like, it was in the morning. So this was the thing. I woke up, and she had no food in her food bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and normally, she, like, she'll never just drink water. She'll always eat and drink water. So I refilled her food bowl, then locked her in the closet, came home after an eight-hour day, she came, like, bolting out there. So at least I was like, okay, she hadn't eaten or drank any water all day, so there's no, like, gross stuff in my closet I have to clean now. (laughs) (laughs) So that was thankfully okay. Yeah. Okay, so... Rachel... Yes. Pretend like you're talking to two babies that don't know what anime is. Mm-hmm. How would you describe it? So, anime, I would describe as another form of media that is more popular in Eastern countries. 
um, because that was where it was predominantly developed. Um, most people like to describe it as basically Asian cartoons, um, but so cartoons and anime, they're both animation, but mm-hmm. anime is a style of animation. Right. Um, so that's how I would describe it, is just another form of media. So how did you get into anime? So, um, in the early 2000s is when, is when I would say anime kind of started growing in America. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, you know, this is before, this was like, internet was just starting to be a thing. <laughs> God, I'm dating us. <laughs> um, like, this is like, yeah, this is before like, um, smartphones. Like, this is when you didn't really have a global connection with everyone yet. So anime had just started breaking into, I would say, mainstream TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you guys remember, like, Toonami, or what was yes. it, like, Jex or something, like, they were one of the first uh, more mainstream channels that were carrying anime. So they were carrying, like, Inuyasha and Naruto and things like that. Those were the ones that stick out. And so, like, I had a lot of friends that were watching that, but we had basic cable. <laughs> <laughs> so we had, um, so we bas- we had, like, pretty basic cable. Um, and... My sister is six years older than me, and she was, like, a lot more into this. She was, like, the right demographic for it, you know? Mm. Um, And there are very few things my sister and I agreed on growing up. Um, And so one of the things we agreed on was Saturday morning cartoons. (laughs) And the first anime I ever watched, like, actually watched, was with her, and it was One Piece. And it was really great because um, not only was it, like, something that we enjoyed together, but this, like, it was the beginning of One Piece. So, like, at this point, Naruto had run for, I think, at least a year or two. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you had, like, gotten into it at that point, you would have, like, missed a couple, like, the first arc or two. So you'd be kind of, like, having to jump into the middle. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, One Piece, my sister was like, hey there's like a new, we didn't know it was anime, but she was like, there's a new cartoon that they've been advertising, um, and like, I want to try it out, do you want to watch it with me? Like, they're starting it from the beginning, so that's how it started for me. Mm. Um, and then my sister was like, do you know that these are, like, these are comic books, like, these are manga that, like, you can read? And I was like, sign me up! Because <laughs> we were like, we were the family where um, we would beg our parents to take us to the library for like the entire day we would spend the entire time in the library reading books and then when we ran out of books or when it was time to go we would take all the books we didn't read and bring them home and then read them all in two days (laughs) and so like far more cultured than i remember (laughs) my childhood um and that's mostly because of like both of my parents worked jobs And, like, Grace and I were kind of left alone to our own devices. So, like, we had to learn how to entertain ourselves. And books, my parents were like, oh, books are educational. You can't go wrong with them. So, like, there was no problem Mm. for them. Um, But, yeah, and then she was like, yeah, they so they exist as books. And then there's more, you can consume more of the content that way. Because, basically, 
the way that anime works. Um, it's like TV shows, basically. And mm. they're very there are there are animes that exist that have that are popular that haven't been based on a manga before. Like mm. every when you think of like Pokemon, some people think of the game and some people think of the TV show. Mm-hmm. The, there is an actual Pokemon manga, but it came out after. I think it came out after the game and after the show, oh. I believe. So like, but it existed. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, like, these anime in Japan is like released once a week, like on like a TV schedule. Mm. So the books tend to be like way far ahead from the anime. So then. I just like blasted through like 30 One Piece books and I was like, give me more. And she was like, well, you can read them online because they release a chapter a week, roughly. There's different schedules, but the mainstream, they release a chapter a week. So what people do is that, um, like in Japan, they actually get released. But for international readers, what they do is that someone in Japan will scan the chapter in and then like a group of people will translate it and clean it up there's like a whole thing about it and then they'll release it to like a website you can read it on so then even further it's like okay there's only like 30 books in English that I can read but then there's like 200 chapters extra in English online that I can read as well Mm. so that's kind of like the starting point for me and then like my sister was into we have different tastes and things like that so like later on she kind of didn't follow one piece anymore but like she would read other things and she would like suggest them to me um and then like we had other friends that would be like oh have you read this have you read that and that kind of just like ended up snowballing into (laughs) (laughs) uh today i guess gotcha so was it what what was it about anime that really so it being available in mass quantity compared to uh, television that was made in America or even cartoons made in America was it just was it solely that aspect that got you looking into anime more or was it did something the anime itself offer something that was lacking in other forms of uh, entertainment media so I would say a big thing was the way they structure the way that anime is structured compared to cartoons so Mm -hmm. like as i said a lot of anime is based off of manga right Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like when a movie or a tv show is based off of a book like there is direction and there's like okay we know that like we're starting at point a and eventually we're going to get to point b and then point c and like keep going on right Mm -hmm. a lot of cartoons like children's cartoons especially at the time they didn't have like plots (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, the only ones I can think of, honestly, is Avatar, The Last Airbender. Mm. Um, and so the thing was, like, in Avatar, it's one continuous plot from the first episode to the season series finale, right? Like, mm-hmm. right. But uh, if you think about, like, a lot of other cartoons at the time, it was kind of just, like, one episode. Like, begins, you start at the beginning huh. of the episode, 30 minutes pass, and then it's all wrapped up. And it's not, like... Like, yeah, like, the characters might come back later, but, like, the plot can be told in 30 minutes, right? Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. the uh, the main... I used to watch Transformers a lot, and that sort of did have an overarching plot, but it was very much... 
we went to this place, the bad guys also showed up, we shot them, and then everybody went home. And, like, yeah, so, yeah, it seems like anime sort of has a lot more depth than that. I never thought and of it that way. Sorry. Not that it's bad, but it's kind of like every cartoon, so, like, in Transformers, the overarching plot is the Decepticons versus the Autobots, right? Like, that's just, mm -hmm. like, the plot. But, like, you normally, if you're lucky, you'll get, like, maybe two episodes in a row that's, like... What, like the story you know right um but then when i was watching one piece like they always like left on a cliffhanger and then it would like carry on the next episode and like it just like naturally developed you know mm -hmm. um and so it was kind of like and i still keep up with like new american cartoons even today because or western cartoons um because they the level of animation and the level of storytelling has increased like so much so like hmm. for example do you remember when ducktales came out like back in the 90s yes <laughs> right so that's like that's the case of like the duck in that thing like it was just like uncle scrooge and his three nephews are just running around causing chaos and there's also like a bank vault full of coins right like that's like the story of every single episode <laughs> they read vitalized the series last year hmm. the year before and they're still doing that but like they've introduced like a plot so it's like the plots they introduce is like oh donald and uncle scrooge had a falling out why oh we're gonna talk about like these three triplets actually have a mother what happened to her she disappeared like they've hmm. changed they've like evolved the storytelling in cartoons to like be more linear and like flow more cohesively but mm -hmm. back then like in the early 2000s that wasn't a staple of western cartoons mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well and yeah so, the oops sorry good uh, no i was just gonna say it's like it was kind of like if you try if it was like trying to compare watching like an episode of like ncis or law and order and then comparing that to an episode of like game of thrones like mm. everything's cased in like one hour and mm -hmm. it's done and then Game of Thrones, like, you're going from episode to episode and, like, continuing on right. story. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, especially the newest one that I have a vague understanding of is uh, Steven Universe. And that's very, like, it's it's definitely tailored to kids and probably more to girls than for guys. But um, the plot, like... And that's another thing. Not, not, a lot of, not a lot of cartoons took into perspective. I feel like they didn't have they weren't focused on female role models so much either but uh that little off topic but um so steven universe is sort of uh being hailed as this uh triumph in storytelling and complex issues that involve this child and the characters around them and i i, I don't think it could achieve that if it didn't also start updating its format to have a linear storyline and themes that evolve rather than something that's given to you in 30-minute snippets and it needs to be self-contained in that way. Because as I understand it, the Steven Universe is extremely complicated and there's a lot of, uh, um, a lot of background that needs to be understood and you can't really just jump into the middle of it. Yeah, and I mean, like... <clears throat> I think part of the reason also specifically Steven Universe has done so well is because like they don't treat their kid like they don't treat their audience as idiots mm -hmm. for lack of better terms because like 
I remember growing up, and it's like, these guys are bad, these guys are good. Like, black and white, that's, that's it. But, like, um, now there's a lot of, like, gray areas of, like, like, they just, Steven Universe just released an episode where they basically talk about him dealing with childhood trauma and not knowing that it was trauma. Mm. And it's oh. like, you never would have, like, seen that before in television. Or, like, they talk about, like, war crimes, basically. Mm-hmm. And, things like, and it's, not, it's not like, oh, we need to, like, protect the children. Or, like, we need to, like, sugarcoat it and still be like, these people are obviously very good and these people are very obviously bad. But, like, Steven Universe balances it very well as, like, these people, they're good people now, but they made some really bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Or, like, these people are bad people, <coughs> but they didn't, like, know that it was bad, or, like, they were raised that way, things like that. And so, like, that what, that's what makes me really excited for Western animation now, is that there are more stories like these being told of, like, our kids aren't dumb, and, like, life is a lot more complicated than black and white issues. Mm-hmm. To me, um, what makes a good anime is good characters and good plot. And I think you can kind of say that for any media. Yeah. But I mm-hmm. think, um, like, you can watch an anime that has really great character concepts and ideas, and the plot is just not it's not cohesive enough to like keep it together you know mm-hmm. um on the contrary you can have really interesting plot and boring characters <laughs> like I, there are animes that i like that i watch where the main character is the le- my least favorite character is the most boring character um mm-hmm. do you have any and, examples um that that maybe we know like um, that's on these on our fun little lists that we've created I feel like I'm being led. <laughs> a, a, a little bit, because... I wonder if it has to do with this one highlighted one. I I highlighted that because that's my favorite. There was okay. no other reason. So, like, okay. But... So, in Naruto, Naruto okay. is easily, like, not my favorite character. He's not a bad mm-hmm. character, but, like, I think that they're the other some of the other characters are more interesting. Like, honestly, of the main characters, Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura, I don't, like, I think they're all kind of bleh. And I think part of the reason, um, especially for Sakura and a lot of the female characters, is at the end of the series. I won't give any spoilers, but at the end of the series, they kind of all got shoehorned into, like, very feminine roles. Mm. uh, Which is, like, not necessarily bad but literally i read the last chapter and it was like okay everyone's like married and like they're all housewives <laughs> and it's like you know can like control you with her mind and you're gonna <laughs> just like shove her into like a housewife situation like sakura can destroy continents <laughs> yeah and like the last thing you see of her is like dusting a bookshelf like are you kidding me right. anyway yeah i like, feel like a little, a little bit of background in there is like the Naruto character. Only his only goal is to be a ninja, and he wants to be the best ninja. And he wants so, to be a Hokage. <laughs> he wants to be le- he wants to be leader of the ninjas in yeah. his tribe. And it's like you know he's just this very enthusiastic, always gets beat down, but then he always gets back up. And like that's endearing to, at some point, but whenever the reasons he gets back up is sort of like 
it, they get strained and more and more strained every single time then you sort of lose interest in that character but yeah I, I, I agree with you as well that like you know Sakura sort of she's she's the only girl in the group and she has to prove herself and in her mind she has to prove herself because she thinks she's weaker than everybody else mm-hmm. and um, but you know she goes through a bunch of different trials where she has to she learns she has to rely on herself and uh, there is a I'm thinking of a scene where she, she used to have like long pretty hair and then she had to cut it off in order to escape from somebody and then proceeded to kick the bits out of them yeah and then right so like a strong character like that and then you're just gonna be like and then she decided to cook for the rest of her life or something like that <laughs> and like so I do want to I probably should put a disclaimer in here that like I'm not saying that Naruto is a bad series. Like, everyone has a thing they love. Like, I love One Piece. And, like, in Japan, One Piece is, like, number one. Like, hmm. there's, like, really? One Piece cafes. There are One Piece stores. There are, there was, like, there are, like, One Piece live shows. Like, it's huge. They get, hmm. like, they get uh, advertising, like, deals. Like, brand deals. Hmm. You will see, like, commercials for, like, ramen or, like, shoes, like, with the One Piece characters, like, advertising it. <laughs> but, like, over here, when people are like, oh, like, what's your number one anime? And I always say One Piece. And they're like, oh, but it looks, like, so cartoony. Because cause when Oda, it's kind of like um, how no one likes the first season of, like, Parks and Rec or The Office. Like, it was really rough. Mm-hmm. And then people are always like, you just have to get past the first season, you know? That's kind of, like, what it is with One Piece. So, if you read any manga, like, the first chapter, and then you read the last chapter or the latest chapter, you will see that the art style has changed. Like, even in Naruto, if you read the first chapter and then read the last chapter, you can see that the artist style has evolved. So, Oda started with a very, like, round... Uh, with round characters. Like, he... He basically wanted to write a comedy action adventure story. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, he made his characters, like, like fun looking. Like, if you look up mm-hmm. characters from One Piece, your your brain's gonna go, like, what the heck is that? Like, right. who, who makes this? <laughs> you know, yeah, the, like... The, my, my favorite, sort of, the standout example would be, his name is Zoro. Is, is it Zolo Zoro? It's Zoro, but when four kids got the rights... Okay, when four kids got the rights, they just, like, butchered everything. But for some reason, they were like, oh, we're gonna turn it to Zolo, I guess. Is he the green-haired it's, guy? The green-haired yeah. guy. Okay. It's kind of like when, um... Have you, like, seen that meme, that Pokemon meme, where it's, like, Brock has, like, rice in his hand, and he's like, oh, I love jelly donuts, but it's clearly rice in his hand. <laughs> like, that, like... So, like, that was, like, a thing, you know, that they just, mm-hmm. like, changed things for whatever reason, like, um... To be relatable when or something. Four ki- well, they were censoring it, is what it was. I don't know about oh. his name, but, like, in 4Kid, we call it the 4Kids dub, <laughs> is what it's <laughs> called, um... There's no blood in the mm-hmm. series. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh. he just got stabbed. He definitely would be bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> or, um, like, the... So, it's the basic premise of One Piece. It's about pirates. 
And mm. then, um, they're the Marines. So, like, there's gonna be guns. And mm. Four Kids was like, well, we can't show guns on TV, so we're gonna give everyone water pistols. <laughs> and so, like, they paid, they paid an animation team to, cause basically when an anime comes over from Japan, they just take the reel, take out the voice, and then have English actors say all the lines in English. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, if you need to edit the series in any way, you have to, like, edit it frame by frame. Oof. Mm. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm sending you a picture of, like, some of the characters from One Piece. It's, like, kind of like a size chart. And, like, you'll look at this and be like, what, what is, what is anatomy? <laughs> like, what is size? <laughs> Holy crap! These well, are all characters, canon characters, in the series. Well, I, yeah, I was gonna say my favorite one was the the Zoro. He has two two swords that he usually wields, but then he also has a third sword which he wields with his mouth. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that other dude has a slingshot. And it, but it's just like so for me, like I love One Piece because like you're like okay, there's no way that Oda is going to draw a character crazier than like this 10 foot tall guy all in leather with a trident mm. and like he has Looks purple like hair <laughs> and then like she and then he like pulls something out of anywhere and you're like i stand corrected <laughs> and then at the end of that arc you're like okay there's no way oda is going to top a mermaid princess who is the size of a continent like, there's no way. And then he does it again. Like, it just, it <laughs> blows your mind every time. And, like, it keeps, and I think the other thing is, like, the designs are so different and unique that, like, even if I couldn't tell you what the name of the character was, like, I can remember them. And mm-hmm. so, like, when I was watching Dragon Ball, I wasn't watching it. I read Dragon Ball. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, like, could not... I could not tell to say I couldn't tell anyone apart. I couldn't like everyone had Saiyan hair. I'm like, stop that. that is true. And like, so I am a very strong believer of like reading the original media. Mm. Um, and like a lot of times, like if there's a movie coming out that's based on a book, I will try to read the book first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually wrote a paper on this in college, but. So, a lot of times it's the same for anime, um, and, like, I will read the series first, and then, I might not watch the whole thing, but, like, I'll watch choice parts. So, like, most of the time for One Piece, I'll watch parts that I really liked in the manga, or, like, key fights or something like that. I will watch it in the anime. But, um, Mm. so, I was, so, Dragon Ball... The best anime the best one yeah okay wait i need to i need to make a correction i need to make a correction of a statement i said earlier so um one piece was my first anime Mm -hmm. but my first manga was dr slump which was written by akira toriyama who wrote dragon ball i gotta look this up what was that about so that that was a comedy. That was completely a comedy. But like, um, 
Dr. Slump is about this, like, it's about this uh, oh my inventor. It's about this inventor, this crazy inventor guy that makes an android. Wait a second. Oh, no. Wait a second. Can I, I, can, I, can, I, can I say something real quick? Yeah. Um, recently, I, um, I just f finished watching the uh, Dragon Ball Super. Mm-hmm. And I saw this kid. They had an episode. It was like a, a joke episode. They, there was a specific word for it. In like um like a joke manga, mm -hmm. where it doesn't take place in the actual story, but it's just kind of there. Yeah. And it was just one of the most outlandish episodes. And this person, this little girl, was in it, and I had never seen her before. <laughs> <laughs> so and that's it was just thing. so funny. <laughs> Is that a lot of authors, like so, a lot of authors have like other projects that they run, and then, like, they'll reuse the characters again. So, like, I'm not completely surprised at all that Dr. Slump characters showed up in Dragon Ball. <laughs> but, um, Dr. Slump was the first manga I ever read. Um, and it was written by Akira Toriyama. So, um, it was, I was, like, one summer, I was, like, looking for something new to do. And I was like, alright, I love Dr. Slump, I love Akira. I should try to read Dragon Ball. So I read from the beginning, <laughs> and I stopped when Trunks got introduced. Mm -hmm. So that was like Android 18 got introduced? Yeah. Yep. And they were antagonists. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I just stopped reading. <laughs> Why? And, well, like, I don't know how to explain it, but there are certain, like, there are certain times, like, when I will just, like, stop reading or doing something. <laughs> um, and there's, like, multiple reasons. So, like, I tried to read the Aragorn series by Christopher Paldini, whatever his name is. Mm -hmm. And I read, like, 90% of the book, and I had to stop for some reason. I, like, didn't read it for, like, two days. And then I tried to pick it up and finish it, and I, like, completely forgot everything that happened in the book. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I am not going to reread this. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, or, like, so, I don't know what it was about Dragon Ball, but, like, at one point I stopped reading it, but I didn't have, like, a desire to finish it. Mm. And before you say it's like, oh, because there's, like, so many chapters, like, I, I sit through 900 chapters of One Piece. <laughs> Like, so, I, read, I read Naruto from beginning to end, so it's, like, not a length issue. It's just, like, something I just couldn't, I just, like, couldn't keep going for some reason. And maybe I'll go back to it someday, but, like, it is not, like, high on my priority list, I would say. Right so you, you don't, l let me uh, try to fully understand. Do you, you don't watch a lot of the animes. I do watch them. Uh, so have so, you watched all of Dragon Ball Z? I have not. I have not watched any Dragon Ball. What about Naruto? I have watched. Yes, I have watched the parts of Naruto I like, <laughs> which is okay. But, which is so that's so that's like where I like draw not draw the line, but like, um, so a lot of people say like, oh, One Piece, Naruto, Bleach, Dragon Ball. Like, there's so many chapters. I could never possibly read all of them. So then mm -hmm. it's like, okay, then if you'd rather watch them, then you can watch all 900 episodes of them. And then they're like, oh, that's too long. Like, I can't do it. Um, and there's actually, there are websites 
that, like, kind of... They don't condense the episode, but they lay out how you should watch it. So, because... Um, so, in anime, it's very common to have what we call filler arcs, or non-canonical arcs. Um, and, like, basically, if you took that arc out of the anime, you would not miss a thing. Like, it... Mm-hmm. You know, most of the time, it's like, oh, it's like holiday season for the animators, or it's like we finished, like, the big arc, and we have enough room for, like, three or more episodes, we don't want to start the next arc, so let's just, like, do a mini-arc, things like Mm -hmm. that. So, there are websites where they actually, like, lay out, like, oh, you can skip episodes, like, 235 to 250, because none of it's canon. Um, Mm -hmm. So, for long series like those, I will watch, like, parts I'm really excited to see animated, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, um... Like, in Naruto, like, the tune-in exams, I was so excited to see that animated because, like, it's full of action and fighting and, like, things like that. But then, like, I will watch... Um, I will watch, like, full animes because there are animes that are only, like, two or three seasons. I will watch all of them. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like pick and choose. Dragon okay. Ball was kind of like... I was approaching Dragon Ball the way I approach any other long anime of, like, if I'm really excited to see, like, I'm trying to think of any of the fights, like the, like the fighting tournament, for example, yeah. um, when they would go to that tournament, normally I would be like, oh, like, I want to see, like, this match, I want to see it animated, I want to see, like, these characters interact, but, like, the whole time I read Dragon Ball, I never, like, had that, like... I need to look this fight up right now. <laughs> that desire, yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean it's a bad series. And I know it. Dragon Ball is a staple in the anime community, in the manga community. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I don't discredit it. It's just something about it, just like, is not for me. Well, yeah. Some of the the joke <laughs> that everyone knows about Dragon Ball Z, if they know Dragon Ball Z, is like. Two, like two episodes will just be people yelling and charging things <laughs> yes. and then 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 you can move on with the plot so i can kind of like the fights probably i i can't remember i haven't watched it in a while you might be able to speak to it more jesse since you were watching it recently but it's like yeah they just kind of fly around and fight and the fighting's cool and there's tension but uh yeah a lot of it isn't consequential it, it takes way too long i i will say i waited until like dragon ball super was completely done with and then when i had access to all the episodes and i, I could watch them at my leisure and yeah that that makes that makes it easier to absorb and e- easier to watch i think i don't think i could ever read them i know in uh elementary school we had the book fair and I would try to get the new uh, the Shonen, Shonen, Jump. Shonen Jump yeah the Shonen Jump things and those were always fun and I think that's how I found I think that's how I found One Piece at one point and then I was like oh it's on Toonami as well I'll watch it here too yeah and I mean that's the other thing that I appreciate about having the manga is like their their editor is not going to let the artist draw an entire chapter or like three chapters in a row of the characters just like powering up (laughs) you know like there's gonna be like 
dialogue, there's going to be conversation, so even if they are powering up, and again, I haven't watched Dragon Ball, so, like, I'm, you could probably say, like, oh, like, you don't know, you know, but, like, in, like, every, there is, I wouldn't say there is a perfect anime or a perfect manga, everyone has their problems, um, and how they present their stuff, but, like, I just cannot, I just, like, would not sit through that. <laughs> I'm, like, because I'm also, like, pretty logical, so I'm, like, if I was the villain, just shoot him right now. Like, yeah, yeah. what are you waiting for? <laughs> like, and that's, like, a lot of the, that's the problem I had with, like, um, the Magical Girl animes, which is always, like, a group of friends that get, like, magical powers and they fight evil. They, and a staple of that is they always have their transformation into, like, their magical, like, outfit. Oh, Sailor Moon. Yeah, Sailor Moon is, mm -hmm. a, like, that was a big one. And I'm just like, what is the villain doing? Like, <laughs> like, would you let your, like, rival reload their gun in the middle of a fight? Like, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> so, like, um, again, I think that Dragon Ball is a great series, and it's just, like, not, just doesn't do it for me. Um... But I, I have a feeling at one, like, I'm also, like, kind of a completionist, so I think that at one point, like, if we're still quarantined a year later, <laughs> I might go back to it. Um, but I do acknowledge its significance. So for someone who hasn't read or seen an anime, which, which one would you recommend somebody watch? And which one would you recommend somebody read? For both, I would say Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist is always one I recommend. Um, and then, depending on what kind of person this is, I would lean towards like anime geared for women or men, like more feminine or masculine anime, depending. But I always suggest Full Metal Alchemist um, for several reasons. So the first is that um, the plot is good, the characters are good. Um, and the other reason, another good reason is it is, a, it's not super, it's not super short, but it's not super long and it is done. It is finished. It finished, <laughs> it finished in like 2015, I don't know. Um, Um, let me see. It ran from... Oh, okay. It was like 2001 to 2010. It was being published. Oh. Um, and that was like the original Japanese. So the English one is like a little bit different. But like they're all in print in English or in most languages. They're all out there. Um... The reason I would suggest, I always suggest Full Metal Alchemist, is because you've got a good mix of plots and character types. Um, so Full Metal Alchemist, in of itself, is about a pair of brothers mm -hmm. that are alchemists, and this, like, in this world, it's kind of like alchemy is like science. is It's not magic; it's science. It's treated more of a science. 
and so people that are skilled in doing it are called alchemists. So these two brothers are alchemists, and um, they basically tried to use alchemy to bring someone back to life, which is the number one taboo rule of alchemy. Um, and so they were punished for that. And so the story is about them trying to fix what they the mistake they made, basically. Um, and the story, so that's like the story of like two brothers trying to fix a mistake um, and, and like the consequences they suffered from that. But then the story ends up evolving into like a government plot. Hmm. Um, it involves into like conspiracies and it addresses like top, like hard topics like civil war and genetic ethics and like, hmm. like things like that. And like now the, what I do always warn people about Full Metal Alchemist is it suffers from what I call, I call it the Full Metal Alchemist Syndrome. So, um, as I said, different mangas get released on different schedules. Most of the time, it's like one chapter a week gets released, or like one chapter every other week gets released, or one chapter a month. Um, and so, f when Full Metal Alchemist was still being published, it was only coming out, I want to say, once every two months. A chapter was coming out. Huh. Um, but like the artists were most of the time a chapter coming out every week is like 10 to 15 pages. But a manga coming out, a chapter coming out every month or every other month is closer to like 30 to 40 pages. So you get like you get a lot for right. it, you know. So Full Metal Alchemist had a series in 2003 called FMAO3, that's what we call it. Um and the animation team got ahead of the manga and basically just like went off the rails and completely <laughs> murdered the series. Like, there's no oh, way God. to say it. Like, if you talk to anyone that's a fan of Full Metal Alchemist, they'll always tell you, like, 2003 Full Metal Alchemist, don't waste your time. You know? <laughs> um, and there are people that have watched Full Metal Alchemist 2003 and then they watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which was the reboot anime. And they're like, I thought 2003 was great. It's garbage now. <laughs> FMAB, Whoa. that's it. That's canon. That's so um, if you're going to watch Full Metal Alchemist, watch Brotherhood. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is what it's called. It's all on Netflix. Um, but, like, it's complete. It's concise. And, like, you get a lot for it. And then based off of what else they like, I think out of anyone, everyone I've ever recommended anime from, there's only one person... <laughs> that didn't like Full Metal Alchemist, but they, like, the reason they didn't like it was the same reason I just gave for Dragon Ball Z. Like, they just couldn't get into it. Like, they couldn't, oh. they weren't, like, feeling it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. And then I, so that's the main one I would recommend. Huh. Sweet. Um, and then, I'm trying to think. And then another good one that, like, is kind of recent, quote, quote, um, is My Hero Academia, um, which really gathered steam the past couple years. Um, and that one's about uh, a society where superpowers are normal to have, and um, people go to superhero school to become licensed superheroes as a job. Um, and the story follows a boy that was born without superpowers in this world, and he wants to be a hero. And so, like, 
that series is very well done. Like, character design, great, plot, great. Like, also suggest that one. All right, well, Rachel, thank you for being on. Thank you for having me. Where can the people find you, Rachel? Um, so I am on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, my Twitter is at Ray underscore Sputin. So that's R-A-E underscore S-P-U-T-I-N. Um, and then my Instagram is also on my Twitter. But uh, if you want, if you're interested in seeing my art on Instagram, you can find me at Ray underscore L-E-U dot JPEG. So <laughs> R-A-E underscore L-E-U dot J-P-E-G. Thank you for listening to the J&J Connection podcast. If you liked listening to us ramble about media and anime, uh, you should subscribe. And if you want me to come back, you should tweet at them very, very vigorously so that I can come back and talk more about anime. So don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at J&J Connection Podcast, Twitter at JJ Connection PO1, and Facebook at JJ Connection Podcast. Been thinking about life and mortality today. I'd rather die gloriously in battle than from a virus. In a way, it doesn't matter. But it kind of does. <laughs>